Here we go. Broadcasting from Edmonton's majestic used hubcap district. I just can't pull off a onesie. No, neither can I. Oh, that's not good. Kids today with their inline skates and their long boards that roll over everything. Totally weird and wild. It works, but it's weird. You know what's underrated? Ravioli. God, that's awful. It smells like smoke coming off someone's ass. I guess I'm getting the vibe here that a lot of people had these lofty dreams and no one lived up to them. I get that feeling, too. Oh, it's so good to laugh again. My God, do people not know I'm at work? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Ooh, we girl. I keep thinking it's Thursday. It is not Thursday. So do I. What is wrong with us? Whew. I don't know what's going on, if it's just been a long stretch or what, but it just kind of feels like the weeks are going a little bit slower right now. Yeah. And then the weekends go by like a gunshot. I feel dizzy most of the time now. I'm what really is going tired. on? We were actually <laughs> Listen ta- to us. We were actually talking yesterday, and I think one of the big things uh. throwing everybody off right now is the fact that... It really feels like it's getting super dark really early. Like four o'clock in the afternoon. It's yeah. kind of like, well, I guess we got to turn on all the lights now. Yeah, I do have to turn on all the lights at like four. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, a few days ago, I was walking my dog at 1.30 in the afternoon and it felt like the sun was setting. Like that's kind of where it was in the sky. And you're like, what is happening? It's because there's no snow yet either. Yeah. You mentioned this yesterday and I think you're bang on. I think that's exactly it. It's weird because it's December next week. Yeah, and we still don't have a trace of snow. Not even close to snow on the ground. And I think that makes a big difference when the sun is setting, you know, at 4.30, 5 o'clock at night. It just looks dark. Yeah, it does. Because you said something yesterday about how, you know, when there's snow on the ground, which there typically is right now, the light reflects off. It makes it maybe seem a little bit lighter than it is. Yeah, yeah. And we don't have that right now. God, is that the smartest thing I've ever said? I think it might be. Wow. It's kind of the weather equivalent of when baseball players wear that eye black yeah. under their eyes. Because it, it draws the sun to that instead of your eyes. Have you noticed, too, that eye black is massive now? It's not just a little strip under each eye. It's crosses. It's almost bordering on painting your face all black. Yeah, some guys go real hard with yeah, that. Yeah, like they... Does it wash off easy or does it stain? Like, do you have to drive home with that on your face? <laughs> <laughs> what, if you have fi- what if you have family pictures right after the ball game? What mm-hmm. if you fall asleep and then you get that all over your pillows? Yeah, exactly. I often think the same thing, like kiss after a show. They get back to the hotel room. They just don't have the energy to remove the makeup. How many pillowcases has kiss racked? Man, when you think about it, kiss, like they're playing, like you just saw them. They probably played for what, two hours? Yeah, two hours. Of this crazy choreographed stage show with pyro and all this. And they're doing a huge tour. And on top of that, they probably have a lot of time to sit in a makeup chair beforehand and removing it after. Yeah. That's a long day for those guys. They're no spring chickens anymore. I wonder if they do... This is the part of the podcast, by the way, where we talk about Kiss. Mm-hmm. So, But the um, do, they do their own makeup. Like, I think each guy does his own makeup. Do they really? I think so. I think I read that somewhere you know, when I was 12 and I was a big fan. Maybe they travel with somebody now, but I had read that they do it themselves. And I wonder if some nights they're sort of like, oh, I got the uh, I got the bat wing on one eye way bigger than the other one. <laughs> or, oh my God, the star. That It's like if you sat down right now and I said, Bryce, draw a star for me, it would not look like the star on Paul Stanley's face. It would not. He that must use a stencil, maybe some spray paint. They must do something. And if they do have a person, imagine that. That's your gig is to travel around and 
paint Kiss's face every day. Yeah, I, I never really thought about that before. Like when you hear about some movie production and they're like, yeah, we had to get there every day, seven hours early to get makeup. They'd be showing up at, on set at one o'clock in the morning to get makeup done. That's sort of like what Kiss would have probably been like. Do you think they regret it? Because they can't stop now. They can't start doing shows without the makeup and well, without they the did shoes do a, and stuff. They did do for a while. And everyone hated it, I bet. Yeah, it wasn't the same thing. No. So, like, they really painted themselves <laughs> into <laughs> yeah, a corner. You see what Bryce just <laughs> did right there? That's good broadcasting. Because it makes me think, too, of, you know, we were watching the Grey Cup the other day, and Green Day did the halftime show. Oh, and, yeah. You know, Trey Cool, who's a now 50-year-old man, still does the thick black eyeliner around his eyes when he goes on stage and Trey cool could be what did you say he's 50 50 now yeah could you be a grandpa at 50 I'm not saying that he is probably could but yeah you could the, Trey cool could be somebody's grandpa putting on the eye makeup before he goes and plays drums with with uh, Green Day yeah, at what point do you just go like I don't want to do this eye makeup anymore <laughs> well I'm just gonna go play drums hey kiss never stop doing it Robert Smith from the cure Still does it? I don't know. It's it's once, his thing. Once you start doing it, you can't stop. That's not thinking ahead. You got to think ahead. If you saw Trey Cool sitting behind a drum set though, and he didn't have plaid pants on, and you know the eye the eye makeup on, if he was just wearing a pair of shorts and a regular shirt, you go, ooh, Trey Cool must have slept in. <laughs> he was late today. He was late. Wow. <laughs> or Mike Durant, the bass player with Green Day. If you saw him with sleeves on his shirt. You'd probably be like, who's that guy? But the minute he tears those sleeves off, ah, oh, that's the bass player from Green Day. I saw Billy Joe Armstrong say that. He's like, oh, I'm I'm an honorary Canadian now because my son has married a girl from Toronto. Yes. Like, you are old enough to have a son who's married? Billy Joe Armstrong has always had a baby face, though. He does. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, then you look it up, you're like, oh, wait, they're in their 50s. Okay, this makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, the kiss thing, like when you... When you start doing the makeup, it's going to be hard to stop. So think about that. If you're thinking of starting a band where you paint your face all the time, you don't want to have to have a thing that's really, really time consuming. Maybe if your band needs a thing, maybe it's a funny hat. I don't know. Look at Dave Grohl. That's the guy who has it figured out. Yeah. When he goes on stage, he's wearing jeans and a shirt. I have a feeling he doesn't have like one of those rolling closets <laughs> full of clothing that, that gets pushed into his dressing room where he stands there and with his finger, his index finger and his thumb on his chin trying to decide what he's going to wear that night. It's like, no, black jeans and a black t-shirt. Over the summer, Alexis on Fire were in town and we were having drinks beforehand and George Pettit. Yeah. The screamy singer from Alexis. He, <laughs> he okay. walked past. We were yeah. sitting on a patio and he walked past and went, oh my God, that's George. And later we're at the show and immediately as he walked on stage, I was like, those are the same clothes he was wearing when he was on the Oh, street. really? Oh, <laughs> so, I like that. Yeah, he didn't change at all. He just went from shopping on White Avenue to walking on stage at Roger's Place. Did yeah. not change a thing. No, that's punk. Yeah. That's, yeah. And that's how you do it. You're listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. They're trapped in your phone. Forever. You know what would be a good gimmick for a band? Uniforms. Like the Lube City uniforms. I like that. Like that one piece kind of coverall. Well, not even that. Like even if it's just like a corporate golf shirt, it's got Lube City on it, maybe the badge from some major oil company. I like this. 
I, who wouldn't want to rock out to that look? I know, and it can be a little bit dirty, too. I don't want to go see a rock show and the band on stage is dressed in Lube City uniforms that look like they're crisp right out of the washing, uh, right out of the dryer. You want it to look like they just crawled out of that bay Yes, you changing wanna, your oil. You want it to look like there's some miles on that uniform. So I, I like this plan. The Lube City uniform, I want you to go get an oil change, and when you're there getting an oil change, say to your attendant, the person servicing your car, can I have your uniform? They'll likely say no. I'm guessing the answer is going to be no. Can I have the clothes you're currently wearing? Yeah, you can have mine. See if you can do a clothing <laughs> swap. Uh, Lube City, you can find one of their locations. There's 27 of them in Alberta. Find the one nearest you at lubecity.ca. You're listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. I'm a new man, Bryce. I've seen colors I've never seen before. Oh, you changed something in your life? Yeah. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. It's on the internet, where your Uncle Ron gets way too political. Uh, we were talking a few minutes ago about jo- uh, George R.R. R. Martin. Man, that's a handful. Yeah, it's too that's many R's name, in there. right? Yeah, the guy who did Game of Thrones. Do you think he ever just goes by Grr Martin? That'd be way easier. But he's the guy that wrote Game of Thrones, and now he's been toiling away on his new book for... You just said he hasn't made any progress in a year? Yeah, he's Ooh. been working on it for 12 years, and people are getting restless. And he oh. basically gave an update yesterday being like, I ain't going anywhere. No further Sp- ahead. Spinning his tires. Wow. Somebody just texted, too, and said, I wrote a book... I was about 20 pages from finishing when my hard drive died. Oof. I think Gurm needs to needs that to happen and he can start from square one and try again. Maybe that's what he needs, a blank slate. Maybe he just needs a good old-fashioned hard drive crash. What a nightmare. 20 pages from being done. <laughs> well, I wrote back and I said, hey, did you start over again? And they said, yeah, I actually published it in September it was almost a year after I was supposed to release it, but I think redoing it actually helped me make it what I wanted. Well, look at that silver lining. There we go. I'd be livid. What's your book about? Whoever you are, I need to know. 10029. Uh, you know what? It's funny. Like, you look out the window right now, Bryce Kelly. Look out the window. This looks exactly like four o'clock in the afternoon. Doesn't yeah, it kind of does. It kind of does. Uh, and we're sort of at that point in our life now. I mean, my my beautiful wife and I, four o'clock in the afternoon rolls around. It's dark. It's too early to eat dinner. Uh, so yesterday afternoon, we we're like, do we need anything from Costco? And I think I was down to my last four yogurt or something. So we made a special trip to Costco so I could buy yogurt. And it's not like I buy a special brand of yogurt that you can't get anywhere else. But it just, it gave us something to do. So we left the house and went to Costco at four in the afternoon. Mm, just was, a thrill a minute. Oh, it was our hot date. But the uh, I may have turned a corner. And let me ask this question, too, because we were at the one out in uh, the airport one in Nisku or Leduc, whatever that is, that weird no man's land by the airport. And I'm walking around. I'm like, there's free samples everywhere. At the end of every aisle, there was some sort of free sample. For yeah, example, they're making up for lost time because during the pandemic they couldn't do anything, so now they're just throwing everything at you. But I can't remember a time when I saw that many of them out there at the same time. And I'm always reluctant to take a sample because I feel like I'm entering a an unwritten, like a social contract that if I take a 
postage-sized stamp piece of fruit roll-up. Now, all of a sudden, I have to buy it, or I have to give the person a review of it, let them know what I think of it. And I was telling this to my wife yesterday, and she's like, they don't make the product. They work for Costco. <laughs> That's not the CEO of Quaker handing you granola bars. They don't make it in their kitchen with love and a secret ingredient. And I turned the... I must have had 20 samples of stuff yesterday. I never do that. That was a first for me. Wow. I'm seeing colors I've never seen before in my life. Uh, I agree with your blushing bride. Mm-hmm. They don't make it. I don't think they care one bit whether you like it or not. <laughs> well, see, and that was the thing, too, is that she also pointed out to me. She's like, you don't have to tell them what you think of it. They don't care. Because every time I'd have a said, oh, this is really good. What's this granola called? And I was just having conversations with everybody because I felt like I had to. Apparently, you don't have to. I didn't know that. Someone says, fun fact, they don't even work for Costco. I don't know. I, uh, they normally have name tags and stuff. They have the they? Costco name tag on. Yeah. Hmm. Pretty sure they do. Otherwise, what? People are just walking in and out of the parking lot, giving think, out samples? Yeah. Try this beefaroni. Yeah. <laughs> here's some. Here's a sample of something that might be honey. <laughs> Can't be too sure. Anyway. Yeah, it is weird. You do feel this weird uh, obligation to, one, let them know how it is, or at the very least, pretend that you're like, mm, what kind mm. of sausage is this? Mm. Where can I find it in the yeah, store? Yeah, which aisle is it in? And then you just sort of shoulder roll away, spit it into a garbage can. Although I had nothing that I didn't like. I liked it all. It was you great. Definitely need a bit of a, a poker face. Yeah, you do. Because you also don't want to just take a bite and go, Ugh! <laughs> and start dry heaving right in front of them. The beauty of my situation, too, is because my wife is celiac, so anything that has any gluten in it, it's like I get two. I get two samples because she grabs one for me and one for herself. So anyway, um, Costco, I've turned a new page on it, and I will be the free sample guy now. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's the good. first time I've ever had samples at Costco. You won't need one of those sweet hot dogs anymore. Oh, no. I'll still want one of those hot dogs. Trust me. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Somebody said, so you've never done samples for dinner? I go to Costco with my kids, and they go to town. And then you grab some fries on the way out and some veggies at home. Works great. Mm. I mean, I that's don't why know there's no samples for the rest of us. Yeah. Mm. I don't know that I could fill up on samples. No, me neither. I, I'm like you. I've never been a big sample guy. I no. just the... The landmine of what if it is an absolute turd of an offering and you put it in your mouth. I don't have the poker face to be like, mm, maybe I'll think about it. Yeah, can you tell me where this corn is? They'll know right away I don't like it. But then also, what do they care? They yeah. don't care if I like it or not. So I'm all up in my own head. Somebody else says, my kid has been known to dump his sample out of the cup right onto the floor in front of the sample lady if he doesn't like something. I'm really hoping he grows out of that, or not. Oh um, boy, he should—he uh, should grow out of that, maybe. and he's going to need some guidance. Maybe those samples should be taken away for a while, uh huh. So I can eat it and not like it. When Costco closes, do you think the staff go around trying other samples, like a staff <laughs> buffet? <laughs> I hope so. There's got to be a perk of some kind. That's good willpower. You don't often think of the willpower involved with being. The sample oh. person? Oh, I know. You're standing there with all those little cups full of delicious-looking granola. How do you not just start chugging those things back? Yeah. 
Making bagel bites? How do you not just plow through all those, all those things? I know. Oh, bagel bites. I missed that yesterday. That'd oh, be pretty sweet. I skipped on the Gouda cheese, by the way. They had a Gouda display where they were giving out free Gouda. Gouda, to me, is not a solo artist. I need a vessel in which to send that down the hatch. Mm-hmm. You need a cracker or A some cracker sort. or something. Anyway, 10029 if you want to text the show. We could also discuss that, like the rules you impose on yourself. I have a friend, Dave Springer, known him since I was a kid. He lives in Regina. His mom lives in Moose Jaw. He goes to see his mom all the time, but he only does 95 kilometers an hour on the highway. He refuses to do the speed limit. Why? What's with that? I don't. It makes me absolutely bonkers. He'll do the, he will do the speed limit everywhere else, but there's just, he's imposed this rule that if he's driving to Moose Jaw, he only does 95 kilometers an hour. And there's no explanation for it. Just to take longer so he can breathe in more of that no, scenery? I think he's. I think he thinks he saves money on gas. <laughs> oh, boy. That's Over the course of the year, he saved 48 cents. Oh, yes. This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Wow. Garner Andrews Show, the show that stars you and the stupid rules that you impose on yourself for no good reason at all. This one, like I start to get, I don't know, this one sort of infuriated me, but stupid rules. I work with a guy, our office is on the 23rd floor. At the end of the day, he always takes the stairs down to the 22nd floor and gets the elevator there. He says it's faster But the thing is that I take the elevator from the 23rd floor, nine times out of 10, he's getting on the same elevator as me. I'm raging just texting this because there's no convincing him that it's not any faster. You know what? He's trolling you. He's absolutely trolling. He needs attention, and this is the way he gets it. You are fueling his attention fire by arguing with him. Uh, Your best weapon against people like that just stop talking about it it's like you it's like standing on his attention supply hose he'll stop he'll start getting on the elevator on the 23rd floor uh, we're talking about well we got onto this topic because I had this self-imposed rule for years and years and years never take a sample at Costco I just didn't I didn't want to have to enter into a conversation with the person and what if I didn't like the product would I hurt their feelings What if I didn't buy it? And then I realized they really don't care. Somebody said matzo sticks at Costco are the equivalent of crab legs at a buffet. Not to be missed. But people are always hovering, pretending they're considering the yogurt in the display right beside the sample lady. They're just waiting for that toaster oven to ding. Dave. Probably. uh, I will have to try the, uh, the matzo sticks at Costco. Never had those before. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. You, Bryce Kelly, refuse to unfriend anyone. <laughs> that's that's kind of true, actually. Oh, you you snooze people for 30 days. Oh, man. Yeah, because I was just going through, you know, once a month I go through and I snooze people for 30 days. And today's the day that all those... They un- all woke up? They all woke up. I'm starting oh. to see all those people again. Will you... It was... Wasn't the other day... National Unfriend Day? Oh, I have no idea. It was. Why don't you just get rid of the people that irritate you or cause you grief? Why don't oh, you just boy. punt them? Because that would drop me down to like 12 people. Would I make the cut? Well! Oh, no. 
Someday. I shouldn't have asked. <laughs> you don't want to know the answer to that question. I don't post very much, though. No, there's other things I could do. Like, I think you can just unfollow so you just don't see their stuff. Well, oh, I've done that with people. And but, then every now and again, they'll comment on one of my posts. And I'm like, oh, I forgot about you. Yeah. Oh. So I do the 30-day snooze. And hmm. yeah, everyone's waking up right now. Uh, speaking of self-imposed rules, this one, oh my God, this is funny. When I go see a movie in a theater, I won't eat the popcorn until the movie starts. Oh, okay. No trailer snacking drives my husband nuts. I'm the same way. Okay, this is a master class in discipline. I it get is. this. It is, it is. I feel really good about myself. That's funny. I'm glad I'm not the only one. Yeah, you don't want to run out of snack before you run out of movie. Or, yeah, you don't want to run out of... Uh, yeah, because you know you, what I mean? You know, those previews go on for a while. You can really put a dent in it. I don't even really start it during the trailers. No. I even put the bag of popcorn on the ground. Just keep, you don't have one little. No. You know how when you're carrying it to your seat, you always do that move where you eat one mouthful of popcorn like you're a horse putting your head in a feed bag? Everybody does that, right? Just stick your tongue in there? Yeah. No, it's because then the levees break. And yeah. then I'll, you know, I'll be three quarters of the way through that bag before the trailers even start. Oh, well, I'm so glad someone else does that. Yeah, I will have, like, I never buy popcorn, but I'll have a couple of handfuls of my wife's popcorn, and then I'm good for the entire movie. I'll do that before the movie starts, but I will not tear into my Twizzlers or my nibs until that opening sequence. Not even the trailers. Yeah, save it for the film. Yeah. You don't want to waste it all on that trivia. I bet you there's a lot of people out there who are the same way. Oh my God, I thought I was alone. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Somebody else. Uh, I pre-snack at the theater, but at home I can't start eating until I start watching the TV show or movie that we are going to watch. I do the same thing. Get my little bowl of chips, maybe some M&M's. Sprinkle the M&M's into the bowl of chips. That is uh, next level when you put the M&M's in the chips. Or put peanuts in your Hawkins cheesies. Another delightful snack. But I can't dip my hand into that bowl until the opening credits start. You're listening to the Garden Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. We've been telling stories over the past couple of days of... You know, that one time you totally caused a scene somewhere? I'm still sifting through all my notes and finding ones what we never shared on the radio. We didn't talk about the one in the uh, hotel breakfast room in Seattle. Did we talk about that? Oh, yeah. I remember reading that one. <laughs> so Tough. Somebody said, I once fainted in a hotel breakfast room in Seattle. Ooh. I came to... Within 10 seconds, was completely fine afterwards, but everyone in that breakfast room wanted to call an ambulance for me. One lady who had epilepsy put her heart rate monitor on my finger without even asking. My family had to explain, we are from Canada, we do not have travel insurance. <laughs> yeah, we don't feel like paying $8,000 for one of your Ooh, ambulances. Man. And then Lana had texted too after an Oilers game one night, my spouse and I went to the casino next door. We noticed a crowd gathering, and a couple of guys started to get heated. Rather than move away from it, my spouse wanted a front row seat for the action. I get it. Of course they got into a fight and ended up coming right at us, knocked us both over. Oh. I ended up on the floor with my spouse on top of me. Security and all sorts of people came over to check on me. I was absolutely mortified. I didn't get hurt, which was good, but I was so embarrassed we had to leave immediately. Yeah. Lana. That's tough. That's why when uh, 
ruckus breaks out in public, you don't want to be right pressed against the glass. No, I... uh, You want to be a couple rows back. I tend to get as far away from the fighting as possible. I want a bird's eye view, but Mm. you don't want to be close for that exact reason. You don't want them to fall on you, and then you have to... Pull yourself off the floor and everyone's staring at you. Straighten out your pants. Oh, and then fainting at the Continental Breakfast at a hotel. Oh, yeah, that's bad. There's already a weird feeling being at the Continental Breakfast. It's a little too intimate, isn't it? It It's not quite a restaurant. It's just like they put some tables together in an office and now you're sitting in there with the weird machine. You turn the dial on it and Fruit Loops come out. And then all of a sudden you're hitting the dirt in there. Yeah. And people are bugging out. Yeah, I don't care for the breakfast broom. Mm-mm. No, no thank you. That's a bad place to faint. Thanks for listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Theme music by Garner Andrews. Guests of the podcast stay in the dumpster behind the building in the rail yard. Classy.